Tom Sandoval has a lot that he's revealing on his podcast about Raquel Levis and his regrets. Not only that, but I also got to go to the premiere, the premiere party of House of Villains. I met Jax. I met a lot of the villains. We're going to get into all of it because I did also run into somebody that night. And oof, we have a lot of tea to spill. Let's get into it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TV tea, serve fresh three times a week. Now, let's dive in. What up, guys? How you doing? How's life? Hopefully you guys enjoyed your week. We are now at the end of the week. Happy Friday. Friday! Um, last night I went to the, the premiere party for House of Villains. All of the villains were there. I got to chat with a few of them. So I'll get into my night at House of Villains. Um, we have a lot to talk about Sandy Balls because he's doing the most. Kim Zolciak is also calling 911 again. So we'll get into that. There's there's a lot. But let's start with a few tidbits of tea before we get into, you know, some of the, the juicier storylines because there are, there are lots of them. Um, let's see. What can we start with? Miami. The trailer, Miami's on, 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 on fire. Miami's on, 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 on fire. Um, and it, listen, the trailer was on fire. I love the way they shoot Miami. I almost said Miami. I love the way they shoot Miami because it just looks so damn good. The cinematography, all of it is top notch, top tier, and we're here for it, right? We're loving it. The trailer looked good. It looked like there was a lot of a lot of uh, like levity. There was a lot of fun. We have the church scenes. We have a little bit of the drama. Lisa seems to be getting into it with a lot of the girls. We seem to have some financial issues with Alexia. I'm curious to see where this goes. I mean, the drug money has probably run out at this point, and now she's like, Todd, we got to start selling drugs again because my drug money from my ex is running out. We got to get on it. And he's like, All right, babe, I'll start. You know, we'll start slugging. I'm not going to say anything that's going to get me sued, but we'll start living. We'll start making money. Okay. All alleged. I'm not making any accusations against anybody. Um, Jokes, guys, jokes. But yeah, Miami's coming back. We're here for Miami. I loved Miami when it came back for what? Season four, five. And now we're into season six. It's returning to Bravo. So it's not going to be initially streamed on Peacock, uh, which I think is a smart strategy, right? Because you'll be able to watch it live on Bravo, but then you'll also have the opportunity to stream it on Peacock should you want to stream it on Peacock the next day versus their original model, which was let's air it only on Peacock and then wait months until we release it on Bravo because the ratings on Bravo were a little low, but the ratings on Peacock were fine. I don't know. I'm excited. Miami returns November 1st. Beverly Hills returns October 25th. Right? October 25th. Um, which, by the way, I'm telling you this. Here's a little secret. I got the episode. I got the screener for the premiere episode. I got it. Um, going to watch it today. Josh is coming over because we're going to go to um, The Masked Singer. They're filming The Masked Singer finale tonight, so I'm going to support Jenny. Um, I'm so excited to see Jenny. I, uh, I, I love any time I get to see her. So I'm excited to go and support her and go to the finale. And, but anyway, I, I brought that up because he's coming over. I wanted to watch it this morning. As soon as it hit my inbox, I was like, oh, my God, I want to watch it. But Josh is like, no, you're not allowed to watch it until I get there. And I almost was tempted to, to watch the Beverly Hills premiere. Um, but I'll let you guys know. Obviously, I can't talk about it. I can't give any spoilers. But I'll let you know if it's good. I'm sure it's going to be great. But we'll, we'll see because we'll obviously review it. Once it airs, um, what else is going on? Ariana Maddox, but yeah, 
Miami comes back November 1st. Beverly Hills comes back October 25th. Ariana is talking about something about her because people are like, oh my God, something about her. It's, uh, what were they? They're like, oh, it's not opening C. Like they were just doing this for a storyline. And then I tried to tell people like, no, actually the city of West Hollywood is they made changes to outdoor seating. They don't want outdoor seating. They want um, the sidewalk back because now we're not in a global pandemic. So we don't need much space for outdoor seating. So they're trying to convert everything back. So that's why they had to take out that outdoor patio, which is interesting because I told you that location is teeny tiny. I remember it's always been like a little like a grab and go sandwich shop. It's never been like a place to like really sit down, dine, eat or anything. Um, so I, that's, I think they were going to bank on having that outdoor seating area more than indoor seating, but looks like that's going to pose a bit of a challenge. So we'll see how they navigate that. But yeah, Ariana says, don't worry. It is opening. They're going through the changes from the city. They're working through it, but they will be opening their doors soon or at least as soon as they can. There's a new teaser that dropped for American Horror Stories. So there's American Horror Story, which is airing right now with Emma Roberts and Kim Kardashian. And then there's the spinoff called American Horror Stories, which is more of like mini stories, I I believe. And Lisa Rinna is in American Horror Stories. It returns October 26th on FX. And there's a new teaser for it that came out. And listen, you may not like Lisa Rinna on, on Housewives, but she looks great. In this, tra- in this little teaser that we saw, she has her little glasses on. I don't know what her character is or what the details of it are. I, the, t- the teaser is literally like a few seconds long. I just want to say, Rinna looks hot, and I'm going to check it out. American Horror Stories, October 26th on FX. Speaking of The Masked Singer, Tom Sandyballs was just unmasked on The Masked Singer, and I feel so good because I came on here, and I was like, these are all the clues, and this is why I think it's Sandyballs, and this is how it's him, and guess what? I was right, I was right, I was right. So I knew I was right. I knew I was going to be right because I'm always right, right, right. Okay? What up? So, yes, I'm excited that I was vindicated. I mean, the the clues were easy, and anybody that watches Vanderpump Worlds could have spotted that one, but the reveal has been revealed. That said, shall we get into Sandy Balls? Because he's making headlines again. He revealed on his podcast, Everybody Loves Tom, he revealed that he regrets his affair with Rachel, Raquel, Rocky Rocky Bang Bang, whatever you want to call her. He says he fully fucking regrets it. Fully fucking regrets it. And he wishes he never would have done it. He was talking to Jerry O'Connell. He said that if he could go back, he wouldn't make that same mistake. That what he would do is he would break up with Ariana the proper way. But the reason he didn't want to break up with Ariana is because he wanted to have a perfect breakup, right? He wanted. He said that he saw um, he saw Katie and Schwartz, and he's like, I didn't want our relationship to be like that. I didn't want it to be messy and contentious. And like I saw the pain that they were going through, and I didn't want it to, to be like that for us. I wanted to have a nice, good breakup. I mean, I here my thoughts are: I thought he was caught up in the love affair. He was, uh, he was coochie whipped. He liked the secrecy. He was addicted to. Because I mean, listen, that's a big part of it, right? You're addicted to the thrill. That's why some people like to have, you know, sex outside. It's because you're addicted to the thrill. I think the affair and the hiding and the secrecy of it all. I think that that was alluring. I think that they bonded over that. Um, I do think that there was a deep infatuation. I want to believe that there was maybe some love there between the two of them. It's hard to determine whether or not there is love or not love because of the secrecy and the betrayal and the line and all that stuff. But I think he really did 
I think they started to fall in love after the scandal broke. I think that they were enamored with each other. I think that they were deeply caught up in the infatuation and definitely addicted to the secrecy. But I think the love came in when they had to lean on each other with the fallout from the scandal. Once everybody hated them and everybody was coming after them, that's when it finally started to click for them. That's when the chemistry started to to, to really pick up and the love was there. Because listen, if you, when you're going through it, you need somebody that's going to be by your side. And when somebody that you love is going through it, you're going to want to be by their side. And I think that brought them closer together. That said... Does he regret it? Does he wish it never would have happened? I think he realizes how much it turned his life upside down. I think he thought that she was worth the risk. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, she dumped him. She left him. She left him hanging high and dry. And so it's like now, yeah, I mean, I would regret it too if I blew up my entire life because I thought I loved you. And then this is what you do. This is who you are at the end of the day. And listen, that's not, you know... I know I feel like I'm always harder on Raquel than I am on Tom. I just feel like we've beaten up Tom so much and we've beaten up Raquel so much that I want to like get out of the beating up of the two of them because like at this point, like I'm ready to just move on. Let Bambi frolic in the meadows and let, you know, Sandy Balls go and do his little podcast. But yeah, I don't know if I believe, I think he regrets it because he realized how much it was not worth it which is the unfortunate part because when you cheat on your partner of nine years, you want to make sure it's really fucking worth it. And I think they wanted, he wanted it to be worth it. And I don't think she cared to be honest with you. I really don't think she cared. It's just, it's unfortunate how it all went down. But listen, Ariana's coming out on top. She's getting better, better and better every day in every way. But I did like that Jerry O'Connell kind of really, you know, was firm because he had Jerry O'Connell on the podcast because Jerry was very critical of Tom. He went on Watch What Happens Live, and when he was talking about it, he said, Tom's not a man. He's a little boy, blah, 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 which I always said, if Tom is ever going to address it, he needs to do it with somebody that's going to hold him accountable. Jerry Jerry O'Connell is very much somebody that was going to hold him accountable. I think Jerry O'Connell is a bit of a softball. Like, I would have loved that interview, Tom Sandoval. You've been on my podcast. You did my live show at the Bourbon Room last year. Um, I would love to conduct that interview. Because I feel like I would want to have, I mean, I feel like he gave us the answers that we wanted to hear, right? He's shown remorse. He also talked about how, like, it's never going to be perfect in the court of public opinion. Because if he cries, then people are going to say they're fake tears. And if he doesn't cry, then people are going to say he's, he's pathological because he doesn't show any emotion. If he's on his knees, people are going to say he's performing. If he's not on his knees, then people are going to say he should be on his knees begging for forgiveness. So I get it. He's in an impossible situation. It's a lose-lose situation overall. I get that. Um... But at the same time, it's also like, you know, he's apologizing. He's taking accountability. At some point, we have to be willing to kind of move forward. I feel like he's at least in at least in this episode taking a lot more accountab- accountability than I ever saw Raquel take. I feel like she ended up really leaning into this victimhood and she allowed Bethany to take advantage of her. And she really, you know, has not played this smart at all. Um I think she should have come back. I think she should. Listen, you're going to come back. You're going to take a bit of a beating. And that's just how it goes. That's the game. That's the nature of the beast. That's reality TV. You have good seasons. You have bad seasons. You have good moments. You have bad moments. You know, that's what we watch it for. We watch for the crazy chaos. I think she would have ended up coming up on top had she not leaned into the victim, had she come back, had she shown true remorse. I think it would have been different for her. 
I think that Sandoval's trying to do that. He's trying to move forward. Um, is he a scumball? Yes. What he did was disgusting. What he did was wrong. Jerry much, very much, you know, echoes those sentiments because he even tries to say, he's like, well, James cheated on Raquel and why can't, why doesn't James have to constantly be apologizing? And Jerry's like, because what you did and what James did were very different. James, what, stepped out? What, he sucked Logan's dick in the bathroom at Sir? You had a seven-month affair on your partner of nine years. We were invested in your relationship. We never saw James and Raquel going the distance. So, yeah. But, listen, I think we're moving forward. I like this. I, I like that he was having this conversation with Jerry. Again, I would have loved to have conducted that interview. I would still not mind conducting an interview with Sandy Balls because I feel like I would be able to have a real come to Jesus moment with him, having a conversation with him and be like, do you really understand the magnitude of your actions? And here are the questions that I have about all of this. And, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that interview. I'm not afraid to do it. I'm not afraid to get dragged on the internet for conducting that interview. I actually have a few tricks up my sleeve, so stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, that was Jerry. He also revealed that his brother, like, wanted some serious distance from him. Well, we know that back in, what was it, last December, when he took Raquel home to St. Louis, that his family didn't want to meet her and they wanted nothing to do with her. So he tried to bring her home for Christmas and then he couldn't. So she was in St. Louis on a trip, but like wasn't able to actually see his family. Um, and then what else? And uh, he, oh, so he says his brother made him remove all photos of them together on Instagram because his brother like didn't want any public association with Tom given all of the backlash, which I guess, I mean, listen, that's hard, right? When you're going through controversy, when you're going through drama, I mean, that's, those are the times you want people to really stand by you and not give a shit. So that's why I understand why he maybe really leaned into Raquel or trusted Raquel because I think he, they, they were in it together and they had each other to go through it with. So when your own family is already starting to distance themselves from you or not even intentionally distance themselves, but saying like, I don't want any association with you. Please remove photos of me on your Instagram because I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want people coming after me because you were a bonehead with a boner, you know? I like that better than worm with the mustache, a bonehead with a boner which is really what he was. But listen, I think I would be able to come into an interview with him with a little compassion, being that he is still human, but also be like, hey, you know, bonehead with the boner, you still fucked up and you need to take accountability for that. And it's going to take a minute until people are willing to get over this and until people are willing to fully forgive you. A lot of people are going to be mad at you and they're going to stay mad at you for a minute. Okay, what else? Um, so that's Tom Sandy Balls feel like you know one thing he could have used a lot of help with is maybe a little um a little therapy which brings me to this episode which is brought to you by better help do you ever find that you're just trying to fall asleep and your brain suddenly won't stop talking do your thoughts start racing right before bed or at other inopportune moments I remember how stressed I was this year how stressed I've been lately I mean this was a busy week and sometimes you just you get overwhelmed right Tom's house is broken into and he confronted the burglar and then had to go have eye surgery. That whole story. You get overwhelmed. Well, it turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycle and find some mental and emotional peace. If you're thinking about starting therapy, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoFilter and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash no filter right now. Okay, should we talk about Kim Zolciak and Croy? Because that is a hot mess express. And then we'll get into my night with the House of Villains. So Kim Zolciak calls 911. New audio clip was released by TMZ. TMZ is getting the scope. Um, so calls TMZ and is like, I don't feel safe. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, right? She says that Croy took her cell phones, that she had a cell phone, and she had two cell phones, probably one for, you know, regular life and one for her gambling life. I don't know. She had two cell phones. She had a, Clearly one of them must be a burner, but she claims, oh, I got a second phone because he took my first phone. I don't know. It, the whole thing was fucking weird. She calls 911 and she's just like, hi, Croy, my husband, he won't give me my phone back. He's locked in the master bedroom. He also won't give me back my cosmetics. She had like a $1,000 moisturizer in there. And I'm like, girl, why do you have a $1,000 moisturizer? You should be having $1,000 towards your rent. That's what you should be doing. Making Brielle blow people and pay light bills. Whatever. He locked her out. He took her phones, which is weird. Like, why does he take her phone? So she calls from a house phone because apparently they still have a house line because, I don't know, it's 1992. I don't know. But they have a house phone for her front gate, she says, and so she's like, I'm, ex- I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted of this. I'm tired of this. It's torture. I don't feel safe. I can't leave my house because he took my phone. And I don't know who to call. I don't know. Who am I going to call? Ghostbusters? Well, I can't call Ghostbusters because I don't have the number to Ghostbusters. So I'm calling 911 instead. And the guy on the phone, he's like, is anyone in danger? He's like, are there, like, has anybody been doing drugs? He's like, have you been drinking? And she's like, I had a glass of wine. It's always just one glass of wine, right? You blow into the breathalyzer and you're three sheets to the wind, but you just had a glass of wine at dinner, right? So she just had a glass of wine and she needed help because Croy locked himself in the bedroom and took her phone, which is weird. Literally, I think it's weird. Like, why is he taking her cell phone? Is that a real thing? Did he really take her cell phone? I mean, I guess if she's calling from the house phone, but there are a lot of things that Kim Zolciak could be doing to make some money and not have to... I don't, she's a mess. It, this whole thing is stupid. She is stupid. I I can't keep up with any of this. It hurts my head. So that's the update on Kim and Croy. I, isn't it weird, though, because she was like, I don't want the divorce to go through, Judge. Can you not, you know, can you stop this divorce? Because I don't want to divorce my husband because we're still having sex. But yet, even though they're still having sex, they're still moving forward the, with the divorce because he wants to divorce her, but he takes her cell phone. It's like, what? I don't understand. Back to the basement wig. Like, let's just, this whole situation sounds toxic and just weird. It sounds intense. It sounds like, oh. So let's talk about House of Villains, and then I'll take some live questions. We'll do a Q&A because it is Friday, and we do an end of the week ask. We do an end of the week ask Zach Q&A. Um, so let's see. My night at House of Villains. Okay. So was invited to the premiere party. It was at Isabel in West Hollywood. So I had two events to go to last night. It was a, it's been a wild whirlwind because um, I had to go to the House of Villains thing. And then I also had to go to a special screening of Dick's the Musical. 
I don't know if you guys uh, have seen previews for it. Um, Bowen Yang is in it. Megan the Stallion's in it. She's been doing a lot of press for it. Um, Megan Mullally is in it from uh, for, uh, Will and Grace, Karen. So got a great cast. And so I had to go to the the screening of that. So Josh and I went to House of Villains and then we went to that immediately after. And then this morning, oh my God, I had to wake up. I had to tape for The Ringer. I had to watch Southern Charm. I had to submit some content all by by 8 a.m. We, we taped Morally Corrupt this morning at 8 a.m. because that's when we tape it on Fridays. But so I had like a ton of stuff that I had to get done this morning. So my brain was just like, Wah. but I had a blast at House of Villains last night. Uh, saw lots of my friends. Kiki from the Talk of Shame was there. Got to see her. Zachary Reality was there. Got to see him. Love my boy Zachary Reality. AJ Gibson. Got to see him. I went with uh, Joshua and I went. And then we also met up with our friend Steven, who's, uh, he, you know him, his face is by Bravo on Instagram. So Steven was there with his boyfriend Matthew. I had fun. I got to meet Jax. I got to meet New York, Tiffany Pollard. If you guys remember, I love New York. I mean, she's been on a million reality shows at this point. I love Tiffany Pollard. And everyone's like, you need to have Tiffany Pollard on the podcast. I'm like, um, for those of you that haven't been day ones, Tiffany Pollard has been on my podcast. And Tiffany Pollard doesn't do many podcasts, but she did New Fields with Zach Peter. So I have had her on the show before. It's, I mean, the interview was from years ago. I want to say maybe like five years ago is when I had her on. But I saw her that night. And I was like, Bitch, you need to come back on the podcast. And she's like, oh, my God, I knew I recognized you. And I was like, that's me. You better read Nick and Nas. Um, So, yeah, she was lovely, very sweet, um, pretended that she remembered me. But my goodness, I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> um, but she was very lovely. Who else was there? There were a lot of them that were there. Or, well, not a lot of them. All of them were there. But I can. I got to chat with Tiffany. I got to chat with Jax. And I got to, oh, my God, Abby Lee Miller was there. We got to chat with her because I guess Josh loves her. And he's like, I want to take a photo with Abby Lee Miller. So I, um, I got a photo with them. I didn't really want a photo with Abby Lee because I don't really know her or know much about her. But it was just so funny because I'll show you the photo um, that we got. She was a hoot, right? So here's Josh and Abby. Oh, wait, there we go. Um, but it was so funny because I was taking pictures and she kept yelling at me, but I couldn't tell what she was saying. But it was because she was very specific. She was art directing it. Yes, yeah, she's in a wheelchair. She's, she was art directing how she wanted to... Um, how she wanted the photo to be. She's like, from the waist up, no, like, no this. Like, she just wanted it, you know face and tits like and so I'm hoping that that was good but so she was literally yelling at me I would show you the pictures of her yelling at me but she didn't want any photos of her in the wheelchair she wanted them up close and so I mean they're actually kind of funny because she like has a cocktail in her hand she's like yelling at me like no no take the picture closer get closer get closer so it was funny I thought it was it was pretty hilarious um, so you feel like your life is fulfilled being in reporting about reality shit? Hmm. Actually, Tracy, let me address this. My life is fulfilled not because I report on reality shit. My life is fulfilled, my love, because I have spent a very long time building the career and the life that I have and the life that I've built for myself. So I get to go to really fun parties. I have really incredible friends. I have a beautiful family that's here with me in Los Angeles. And I have a gorgeous brand new two-bedroom apartment that I pay for all by talking about reality shit. 
So I get to do something that I enjoy that's fun because I grew up reading Us Weekly and People and Star Magazine. So I was always up to date on the celebrity gossip and tea. And I built a career out of that. I built a life out of that. I am so happy and fulfilled, not because I get to talk about reality TV every day, but because I get to do something so fun and so silly and I get to make a living off of that and I get to live really well. And because I'm proud of the fact that I built it from nothing. The life that I have, the bank account that I have, the friends that I have, the two puppies that I get to cuddle with every single night. This is a life that I created with intention and hard work and grit and hustle and a whole lot of passion. Because not only do I get to come here and talk about reality TV, but if you actually listen to my show or watch my YouTube channel, and I say this with love, I try to have thought-provoking conversations, right? I try to make people look at things differently. I give my opinion. I put my heart on the table. I share my personal life with you guys. I put it all out there, you know? So I am proud of that. And if you just see it as me talking shit about reality TV gossip or whatever, that's fine. I feel bad that you have to send negativity to people because that makes you feel good because I don't know what's going on in your life. Maybe you've had a rough day, but I'm doing just fine and I'm very happy talking reality shit, okay? It pays my bills very lovely and I'm very grateful for that. <sighs> That's it. You don't have to explain. No, I. but listen, I wanted to explain it. So there you go. Um, That said... I hope she stayed for that. I hope she stayed for that too, Jen. Um, back to House of Villains. So talk to Tiffany. Talk to Jax. You guys, I actually had a very lovely conversation with Jax Taylor. Um, I mean, it was very brief, but I got to have a great conversation with Jax. We went up to him and um, after, <laughs> actually, Abby Lee was the last one we, we chatted with when she yelled at me. Um, but I still have the photos of her yelling at me with her cocktail in her hand. She's like, no which was funny. Um, but Jax, we got to chat with him for a bit and he was really sweet. He, you know, we were like, oh my God, we're so excited to go to Jax's. When does the sports bar open up? And he's just like, it's open as of tonight. And I, in my head, I was like, wow, tonight's your opening night and you're here doing, um, doing this. Like, you know, I mean, obviously he's getting paid to be at the premiere party, but Still, I was like, that's really cool. Thank you, M Tonics, for the super sticker. Zach Rolls, thank you. Um, so I, we were asking about it. He's like, it's open now. And we're like, oh, my God, we have to go. We would love to go. And I was even – I even told Josh, like, should we go tonight? Obviously, we couldn't go tonight because or last night because we had to go to uh, Dick's the Musical. But – um, he's like, no, he's like, it's in the Valley. Like it's far. Like, don't even stress it. Like, don't worry about it. Don't stress. Like he was just very humble. He wasn't braggy. He wasn't number one guy in the group. I think Jack's on TV. I think there's an element of that, you know, assholey kind of guy in real life. Um, but I think it's very much a character that people play up when they join reality television. So he was very lovely. He was very humble about his new sports bar. I would like to go. I always said I wanted to go there over, you know, when I found out that there was that and Schwartz and Sandy's. I want to go to Jax's. I was going to say maybe we'll go tonight, but I don't know if we'll be able to go tonight. We have to do the mass Singer and that might let out late. And then I have to get my boys. <laughs> I have to get my boys, my puppies. They have to come home finally. They're still at my mom's. They spent the night. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Jax was actually very lovely. I got to take a photo with Jax. Got to take a photo with uh, with 
Tiffany. Look at there's me and Jax. Even though I found out he has me blocked on Instagram. I didn't realize that until I tried to tag him in the photo, only to find out I couldn't tag him in the photo because I'm blocked by Jax. Hashtag blocked by Jax. Isn't that an Instagram account? A Twitter account, right? Blocked by Jax. Blocked by Jax. Blocked by Jax. Elizabeth says, uh, since my husband passed, you are my joy. Keep it up. Thank you, Elizabeth. I appreciate that. Listen, if you can come here and we can talk shit and we can laugh, great. If we can have a cocktail and spill some tea, great. If I can put a smile on your face, great. All I can do is show up and do this show and host and put my content out there. And for those that it resonates with, that makes me so happy. For those that find joy in it, that makes that brings me joy. You know, I'm I'm here to do me. And if you resonate with that, great. If you don't resonate with that, great. You can go watch, you know, other people um, or get other content. Um, what else? What else? What else? So Jax was great. Tiffany was great. Abby Lee Miller was hilarious um oh and i ran into one other villain last night guys oh yay jen's coming to friendsgiving guys if you haven't gotten your tickets i'm going to be doing a live show at the bourbon room which relates to this next villain um live show at the bourbon room november 19th it's a special friendsgiving event jen i can't wait to see you there if you guys have bought tickets let me know so i can give you a shout out I'm excited to see everybody it's going to be a fun night we have lots of special guests um but so there was one other villain that I happened to run into last night that I happened to have run into at the Bourbon Room last time I was there. I didn't realize he was going to be there. Um, so it was very interesting and uncomfortable. Or, I mean, I wouldn't say uncomfortable. It was, I kind of laughed at it. Um, so I was standing, we were, Josh and I were looking for Steven, Bases by Bravo, and... Um, we saw him standing by like towards the entrance. So when you enter, they have the red carpet or like the press line with the, the step and repeat. And then they had like this lit up hallway that you walk in that takes you into the outdoor garden area where all the food's at and the drinks and the photo activations and all that fun stuff. Right. So you have to walk down that, that, that lit up hallway. So we were at the end of that lit up hallway in like the garden outdoor area of Isabel. And then somebody, and then I, 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 I feel like Josh said something like said something about said person. And then I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's right there. And I was like, you're lying. And I turn and I, and then we kind of like see each other. Like I see him and I'm like, Ooh, don't make eye contact. And I could tell, I knew I could see out of the corner of my eye that he saw me. And it was just like that awkward of like, Oh, of course, here we are at the, at the ends of this hallway. And like, I was like, Oh my God. And then it was just, it was a little, awkward or very awkward um and then at one point because you know we're having some cocktails and josh was like i want to go up and say something to him and i was like no you do not need like we're not gonna do that he's bless his heart is very defensive but he like wanted to to say something after the last interaction at the bourbon room and i was like we're not gonna do that we're not gonna cause a scene hi i'm not the problem it's not me i mean if you're if there's any place to do it though it's like at the house of villains right um but Needless to say, I'm very happy that we did not have uh, an alt another altercation. No wine was thrown. I'm too, you know, alcohol is too precious to me to ever waste. But, um, but yeah, so then we kind of like kept being there and saying hi and talking to other people. And then as we were leaving, again, trying to find Steven, like that's, th that was the moral of the night is we were constantly trying to find Steven. As we're, we had to leave, because again, we had to go see Dick's the Musical, um, as we were leaving, 
we walk back down the hallway and see Stephen. And so we go and, and so we're going to say bye to Stephen only to realize Stephen's talking to him. And so they're in this four person, you know, circle jerk or whatever, all kind of talking to each other. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um awkward but we did not make eye contact we did not speak to each other like I had zero interest in engaging or anything I tried to be nice last time I tried to you know give compliments and well wishes and all of that sort of stuff like I was trying to be nice last time that energy was not met so this time I was like disengaging not doing this not gonna do this whatever so I did not do that we didn't, so we were in the same space physically, like in the same proximity. Um, but yeah. Oh, Steven. Well, here's the interesting thing too, is I have friends lately that have told me, oh God, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I have friends that told me that they, that he's been in contact with them or like, you know, talk to them, talk to them about the bourbon room. I've heard that version. I've heard the alternate version of what story is being spun from the horse's mouth, uh, what story is being said and what spun and what things are being said. Um, I just found it interesting. I'm like, you're talking to my friends? Like, these are people that I talk to, like, all the time. These are people that I go out with all the time. Like, these are my friends. Why are you talking to them? That's weird. I mean, listen, I'm sure he knows them, but it's just interessante that you're going to talk to my friends and try to sell them on a different story about what happened at the burn room, but it's Okay whatever. Okay. Let's take some questions. Um, proud of you. Thank you. Um, did Jax mention his wonderful flight? No, he did not mention his wonderful flight. Tell me more about this wonderful flight. Oh, did I say thank you, Jill? Thanks girl for the super sticker. I can't get out of California, but I bought a live stream ticket. Yay. Thank you. BTF Phoenix. Um, just got here. Was Josh with you? Yes. Josh was with me. Just keep your head high. My head will always be high like my standards. Oh, my head will always remain high like Mauricio. That's real high. <laughs> um, okay. Any questions to close out the live stream? Let's do a quick, um, a, what do you call it? Um, an Ask Zach Q&A. Ooh, we have. A voicemail that we can play, which I'm I love when we have voicemails. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Doesn't matter, you know, dot 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 bitch is going to come out with a video saying that something happened and poor MJ, even though she's filming back at, filming out of the US, will be the Bravo Lebrity who told So here's the thing. I got confirmation that that's who's being thrown under the bus. I don't believe MJ ever said anything, but I got confirmation, okay, that that's who we're trying to throw under the bus, and we're trying to say that MJ was the one who gave a shit and told Swamp Thing about the bourbon room. <sighs> uh, Fine Apple says, no question, but the hot sauce was hysterical. I know. my. Oh, we're going to do a sour challenge. I ordered the sour candies, so... If you haven't yet seen our hot sauce challenge, it's available on the YouTube channel. You guys can check it out. Um, and we're going to be doing a sour candy challenge next. So that's going to be fun. I don't know how I do with sour stuff. I, I thought the spicy was fine. Um, it's funny. I was watching back. I posted a, a teaser 
of it to promote the the hot sauce challenge on Instagram. And I posted the teaser and it's hilarious. The one like minute clip that was shared. Um, okay. We do have a voicemail. Let's try to, let's see him. Let's make sure this is going to play correctly. Okay. Um, hold on. I'm afraid that might, well, let's hope that this works. Hey, Zach, it's Trish from Sweden. Uh, question from this week's Salt Lake City uh, episode is, do we think Angie K's husband has some boyfriends on the side? I don't like to speculate about his sexuality or anything like that, but I'm just curious, is this room invalid? Um, and it was way shadier than what I thought it was going to be when Meredith talked about the rumors, the rumors. Anyway, just love to know your thoughts. Talk soon. Ciao. Thank you, Trish. Um, so Trish is asking my thoughts about the, the, the rumors that Meredith is spreading about Angie K's husband and whether or not he's getting his dick sucked at the roundup. Um, from Sweden. Yeah. Thanks, Sweden. Love Trish. She even came to my show in June. She came to the Bourbon Room show in June for my birthday, for my 30th birthday. So now we're back at the Bourbon Room November 19th for Friendsgiving. Um, that said, um, what are my thoughts? Uh, do I think he's he's sleeping with the boys on the side? Um, do I think that he is sleeping with boys on the side? I don't no, no, I don't think that he is because I don't think they would have joined a reality show had that. Um, I don't think there would have been a reality show. I don't, I don't think they would have gone on if they have an open relationship and an arrangement where he's allowed to sleep with other men. Like, I don't think that that's the case. I did appreciate Aaron on New York uh, where she talked about how, like, listen, if one day we have to let a man into the bedroom, if that's going to make Gabe happy, Abe happy, then... She would be ha- she would be fine with that. She's like, but we're never not going to have a sexless marriage. She's like, if he has to take a D every once in a while, then I'll take one for the team. So, yeah. Ooh, um, Leva, where are you from, Leva? I, I'm terrible with flags, but thank you. We have ooh Norway in the house. Annabelle from Norway is here. Love that vibe. Da bomb almost took you out. Da bomb almost took me out, and then we did the last dab experience and that one was truly atrocious heather gave you a shout out on juicy scoop regarding the beverly hills trailer she said the person who did the closed caption referred to her as man three i saw that i saw that i love heather um shout out to heather and kempire shout out to heather and kempire um Beverly Hills trailer. Yeah, man three. I did see that in the closed caption. <laughs> it said man I was man one, Kempire was man two, and then Heather was man three, which I did find kind of funny and I felt bad for her. So um Zach, what do you think of Monica? Yes or no? I like Monica and I like that Monica um is holding Angie K accountable, even though that is her friend. You want your friends to hold you accountable always. And I think she did the right thing by like trying to set her straight. Did Adam move to LA? I don't believe so. I don't believe Adam's in LA. I believe he's still in Florida and flew out for the event last night, which I mean, I don't know if I would fly out for a premiere party. That seems kind of, I don't know. Listen to each their own. I'm hope, hopefully he got some good content out of that. Hopefully he made some good contacts. Maybe he got to tape some stuff. I don't know. Oh, shit. I meant to do a, a vlog last night 
we were a little lit though. I don't know if a vlog last night would have actually been the thing. Um, I'm sorry if I missed it, but are you over the moon about Erica's new spinoff? Oh yes, that's a, a bit of news that we haven't talked about yet. Ooh, we have Kauai in the house. We have South Africa in the house. Okay, I thought it was South South Africa. I thought that that's what that flag was. Um, Yes, Erica Jane is getting a spinoff show about her Bet It All on Blonde uh, Vegas residency. It's going to be like the making of, the behind the scenes, all of that sort of stuff. I believe it's going to air at the end of Beverly Hills. So that'll be fun. A vlog would have been great from last night. I know. Well, I mean, we do have clips. Let's let's look at my phone. What do we have? Um, Because I, I, I did take a ton of content. That's what I told Josh last night. I was like... Tonight is a content night, and we have to take lots of content. Oh, I do have this that I posted on Instagram last night, and then I deleted it. Oh, wait, no. If I delete, well, I guess I already talked about it. Um, oh, funny. Somebody just texted me. Is the Erica spinoff real? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's been formally announced, but it is, I believe, real. Um, oh, here we go. Oh. Look, I'm showing Josh and Steven. Oh, he said, I am a villain and you're going to fucking see it. Teaser, teaser, teaser of what's to come. They had magicians that were doing like little magic tricks with the cocktails. That was super fun. What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, I did like a cute little walkie video that I posted on Instagram. Look at, they had all this, like, fun food. Um, they had, like, skewers and all sorts of fun stuff. It was a really, really great party. I will say that. It was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Um, he caught, oh, he caused an over two-hour delay because his overhead lights were out. Then he bawled. Then he bailed and said he didn't want to fly. The pilot called him a D-rated actor who caused the delay. Wait, what? Jax? Let's see. Jax. Is this like a story that was published online somewhere? Um, But regarding the Erica spin, I mean, I'm assuming it's. Yeah, I'm assuming it's confirmed, right? Let me. It was announced. It was released in a press release. I don't think, and it said sources close to Bravo. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, it's real. I don't think Bravo's formally, well, I guess I shouldn't say that, but it's, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's real. Um, oh, here we go. Jax Taylor allegedly exited a, a, um, a flight after throwing a fit. Interesting. Why did he throw a fit? Um, passengers were taken aback by the ruckus. Interesting. Wow. So he threw a tantrum. Somebody posted about it on Reddit. He threw a tantrum. Oh, here's the Reddit message. I was on that plane. We were supposed to land about 10 a.m. The douche nozzle had to pitch enough of a fit that we ended up two and a half hours late, making me late to the music festival I was headed to. And this was with worries that the uh, torrential torrential rainfall in NYC that morning would delay us. Yes, we were actually departing a few minutes early because everyone else was helpful and easygoing. So he was threatening to treat the situation like it was having, like 
someone was having mental health issues, the captain announced that a customer was unable to fly before turning the plane around. So it looks, so he, interesting. Um, Jack's delayed my uncle's flight. A customer on my JetBlue flight decided after we left him, after we left the gate, they didn't want to go, had to turn around instead of 7 a.m. now scheduled to take off at 8.30. Turns out with some D-list reality person pitching a fit in Mint due to non-working light. Thanks, JetBlue, for showing your priorities to the rest of the plane. Jax was the one who did. Okay, so his, um, he was in Mint. His light didn't work. He threw a tantrum, said he didn't want to fly anymore, and made the pilot delayed the flight. Wow. That's a hot mess express. That sounds terrible. Oh, it was on USA Today's news. Interesting. Interesting. I heard the Erica spinoff is three parts behind the scenes talking series. Yep, that's my understanding of it as well. Um it was Jack's. He had a full meltdown. Why did oh well that's unfortunate. Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, well, all right. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me at tea time. Everybody agrees. So there we go. You go, Jax Taylor. All right. Shall we wrap, guys? Thank you for today's live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. I love you. I appreciate you, and I'm sending you so much love this weekend. Thank you for joining me on this journey of reality shit that we talk, because we love it. We love it. All right, guys, you can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach all over the internet, or you can follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. You can subscribe on YouTube, Zach Peter on YouTube, youtube.com slash Just Plain Zach. Go and give it a follow. Give it a subscribe. Hit the like button on your way out. We love you. We appreciate you. The Zach Pack is a real one, right? We we reel up in this bitch. But get your tickets to the Bourbon Room. My friends, my No Filter Night Out Friends Giving Edition. Lots of friends will be in the show. It'll be a cameo-packed show. So get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. Go to nofilterlive.com to get your tickets. November 19th, Friendsgiving. I will see you there. Um, yeah. Bye, Jen. Bye, uh, at Lynette. Bye, Janice. Bye, BTF Phoenix. Bye, Mtronics. Bye, Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch. Bye, Cass. Bye, Grace Through Faith. Bye, JC. Bye, Moto. Bye, Jackie. Bye, The Franco Pillar. Bye, Melinda. Bye, Annabelle. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Ciao for now.